From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A central Ohio teen is facing charges accused of bringing a pellet gun to school in the Columbus suburb of Dublin yesterday. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. Dublin police say that student ran from Dublin Kaufman High School and police tracked him down. The charges include possession of a deadly weapon in a school zone and inducing panic. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Crews spent most of the day yesterday cleaning up after a train derailed in northeast Ohio. ONN's Yolanda Harris has more with Chuck Knight, who saw the whole thing happen. 18 cars were involved in this incident 20 miles outside of Akron. The train was transporting rock salt, and when those cars tipped, it made a mess. But fortunately, no one was hurt. And I heard this loud bang, and I turned to look as the train was going by. It looked like a wheel flew up through the air, and I saw all those sparks, and I just took off running to the house to get the gentleman out of the house that lives there. We ran out the front door, and these cars just started piling up everywhere. The emergency management agency in Portage County says none of the materials that were spilled was hazardous, but cleanup will be time-consuming. I'm Yolanda Harris. A 32-year-old Cuyahoga County jail inmate was found dead in his cell Tuesday night and was the second inmate to die in that jail in less than 24 hours. ONN's Clay Gordon has more. County officials say the man was found unresponsive in his cell at approximately 9.10 p.m. Tuesday following a routine check. The medical examiner's office reports the man received life-saving measures and was transported to Metro Health, where he was later pronounced dead. An autopsy will be performed to determine the cause of death and an investigation is underway. On Tuesday morning, a 47-year-old female inmate at the jail died after being found in distress in her cell. I'm Clay Gordon, ONN News. About a dozen people rallied near a Northeast Ohio correctional facility yesterday to address concerns over workplace conditions. ONN's Dave Chadowski in Cleveland reports. In Stark County, corrections officers at the Indian River Juvenile Facility in Maslin rallied for better working conditions this after several recent incidents, including the brutal attack of one corrections officer. The officer said that they are also trying to bring attention to low staffing levels, long shifts, and forced overtime. I'm Dave Chadowski. The city of Columbus is offering $500,000 to some deputy police chiefs for early retirement. ONN's Tracy Townsend has the story. Four will be selected to receive the benefit. The five deputy chiefs will be eligible to opt into the program on Monday. They will have 24 hours to inform the city if they're interested. The remaining five deputy chiefs would be selected for buyout based on seniority. If selected, they would retire in January. I'm Tracy Townsend. Toledo City Auditor Jake Jacksetic is off the job for the next month after City Council voted 10 to 1 to suspend him. This after Jacksetic raised concerns about city contracted work. ONN's Kaylee Kirby has more. The city of Toledo is claiming the auditor has not done enough in his responsibilities, but he answered to the city council. Councilwoman Katie Moline tells us she believes he could have done more, but also feels that if there were issues, it should have been addressed as a whole governing body. Here's what Moline and Mayor Wade Kapsikavich had to say. For someone who's, you know, worked in as the auditor for eight years, there should be hundreds of uh, audit reports. Since I've been in office, I do think there have been a lack of audits. But again, that should have been addressed as a body. I'm Kaylee Kirby. Some Cleveland residents are upset after the city changed its leaf pickup policy. 
ONN's Bree Buckley has details. The city of Cleveland announcing a big change to where you leave your leaves. You're now being asked to bag them instead of leaving them on the curb. Residents like Kendra Harris frustrated with the announcement. We pay tax dollars just like they make sure the garbage get picked up. I feel like they should do the same thing for the leaves. Why would you stop now? The city says the change makes the leaf pickup program more fair for everyone since some streets weren't even getting the service to begin with, saying this will only impact a third of Cleveland's residents. In downtown Cleveland, Bree Buckley. A new study is shining a spotlight on how monkeypox spreads. ONN's Angela Ann in Columbus has more, including some of the state's latest monkeypox statistics. Researchers in the UK investigated tracing records and identified more than half of those cases as pre-symptomatic transmission. For some people, transmission happened up to four days before they received the first symptoms. Researchers say this could explain why the outbreak exploded before the vaccination became widespread. Right now, the Ohio Department of Health reports 325 monkeypox cases in our state, Cuyahoga with the most at 149. Now taking a look at vaccine numbers, Franklin County leads the state with more than 4,000 monkeypox vaccine recipients. I'm Angela Ann. There are several viruses making their way through classrooms in Ohio right now, and doctors are reminding parents of ways to keep kids safe from germs. It starts with frequent hand washing and sanitizing. But as Dr. Gina Robinson of the Cleveland Clinic points out, sometimes it comes down to deciding when not to go to school. If there's any way possible to keep your child with a fever home, because that is usually a sign that they're more contagious, that's always a good idea. If your child has a bad cough, that's a good reason to keep them home. If they have a slight cough and a slight runny nose, having them wear a mask is not a bad idea because then you're helping to protect other people. Doctors say it's also important to make sure your child is vaccinated. Fans in Central Ohio will have to wait a little longer to see country music star Reba McIntyre. She's postponed tomorrow night's planned concert at Nationwide Arena to next month. Reba posted on social media that her doctor told her to go on vocal rest. The Columbus concert is now December 2nd. And skyrocketing inflation could have some families creating new traditions this Thanksgiving. ONN's Danielle Wiggins explains. The soaring cost of groceries has many folks considering eating out instead. That's because food prices have risen a more modest 5.8% at restaurants versus nearly 10% at grocery stores. Supermarket guru Phil Limpert says it's a rare and unique opportunity to save money. Those restaurants, they've got contracts to buy those turkeys at prices that were six months old. So what you're really seeing is a situation where food service for the first time probably ever is going to be less expensive than just us eating at home and making it ourselves. We'll know more about just how much Thanksgiving dinner prices have spiked by the middle of this month when the American Farm Bureau Federation releases its fall survey. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.